Hey Dad Gamers, welcome to the Dad Gamers Podcast. Alright, so it's been a while since we put an episode out. We're on a little bit of a hiatus. Getting a few things changed around, moved, uh, new equipment, new things that we're working on. Uh, there was a drawing last month for the $20 Xbox Live card, but the person that won did not want their name or gamer tag put out, so it will not be announced. There will be a drawing for this month, but it'll be next week, so make sure you tune in next week as we get back on schedule to producing these episodes every single week. So, like you know, I'm your host, Bob Rayhart, uh, also Flank on Xbox Live, F-L-A-N-K-K-E, if you want to follow me there. Uh, today, I'm actually joined by my brother, Adam. Hey, what's up, everyone? Uh, yeah, my name's Adam. Gamertag is Chrono1990, C-H-R-O-N-O-1990, if you want to follow me on that as well. Not on as often as I used to be, but... Right, we're very, we have very busy lives. Adam is uh, the co-host for me on our other podcast, The Rayhart Rundown. We've been we've been busy with that. We've been busy with a lot of other things as we move again, moving into a new studio and getting things changed around so that both podcasts can benefit. But let's uh, let's jump right into gaming and talk about. I know, I know the game you've been hooked on right now is the South Park phone game. <laughs> yeah, Phone Destroyer. Yeah, yeah, that's it's pretty much what I've been playing. Like, like I, I turn on freaking Dexter and I sit there and I play South and Park you love Phone it. Destroyer. I love it. Give the basis of the game real quick. So it's a, it's like for you, those of you out there that play like Madden uh-huh. or whatever. Um, I know Bob, you you're not a Madden. I don't play fan. Madden, but it, but it's not like that. I mean, it's not. Well, uh, I'm using this as an example for okay. the card bases. Got it. So in Madden, whenever you have your your dynasty or whatever, your um, you collect these cards. Okay. And it's for players, and the better cards you get, the better player you get on the field. It works the same way. Do you? Be, I, and again, I don't because I don't play the Madden game. But can you control the character or no? Well, yeah. In, in Madden. In you... Madden, yeah. Like, whatever card you get, yeah. that's what you put onto your team, and then that's your player on the field so that he's better at catching, he's better at throwing. Right, but does know. it play like Phone Destroyer where the character plays automatically, or... Well, no, you... I don't know. Well, with Madden, know. you switch between players. That's okay. You, you're the quarterback, and then you throw it, and then you switch to your receiver. Right, but in your it. but in your South Park game... In South Park, so it's the same aspect where you have the cards, you have all of the stats, and all of that, but it's a battle game, so it's like... You're in an arena, and you have to throw down your card, and then that South Park character will come out, whether it be PC Principal, Mr. Mackey. Um, Any one of the characters, whatever character it is. Whatever right? character it is. And then, of course, you have all the – you have different kinds of the same person. So it's like Stan of Many Moons when he's the Indian, or you've got um, Stan from uh, when he's uh, – what's his name as a superhero with the drill? Oh, Tool Shed. Tool Shed. You know, so then, you, and each character has like different abilities. So, so even though South Park has a wide range of characters, they you, they repeat their main, re repeat their main characters, yeah. in their different outfits to create different level cards and things like this. Right. So, I mean, I I played the. I'm, so I, you have Princess Kenny, whatever right. they're the fantasy I, it's cards. It's not that I don't know the and game. Then, I played then, yeah. I played the game when it first came out. I just stopped playing. I know like you were hooked on it right now, and it's I'm, I'm, I'm super afraid. hooked on it, dude. I just upgraded Man Bear Pig. Yeah, I'm afraid yeah, to. Uh, <laughs> I'm afraid to jump back in because I know that I will be hooked back in i'm like yeah. i can't get sucked back into it i gotta take up too much time already playing other phone games out of and with that um but yeah uh, i was playing that i was playing the assassin's creed valhalla for a while and i got hooked on the dice game on that i did um i did Le- uh watchdog legions watched was it watched well, watchdog yeah. the third one yeah 
Uh, and I that is yeah. A, I, bought, I bought it for you for Christmas. Right. That's an am, that's amazing. That is an amazing game, and it's only because the ability to recruit anyone is right. the is the best. The ability to recruit for like and use them, and they, and they, each person. I mean, not the ability to just recruit certain people. Like literally, the little grandma. Like I was playing it, and I came across this grandma feeding pigeons in a park, and I was like, "Hey, you want to be part of the resistance?" And I was expecting her to be like, "Get out of here, Sonny," but she was all like, "Hell yeah!" And she puts on a freaking mask and pulls out a gun, and I was like, "All right, let's go!" Like it was nuts. Like you, it's fun. Like it's a fun game. Um, oh, that's funny. It's it's just one of those again. It's one of those over the top type games. It takes place in it takes place in London, in England or whatever, and it's and it's got the aesthetics and the streets and everything. It's mapped out like they do because uh, I know the first one was in San was it um, Chicago. The second one was in San Francisco. Right. And so this one's in the... I can't wait to see what the fourth one is. I'm really hoping for the fourth one to be in L.A. I don't know why. I just or, I just really want it to be in L.A. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm stupid, I guess. I don't know. Uh, the But jumping off of that real quick and going back to things that you play on your phone. So this isn't one that you play on your phone, but you remember the big Robin Hood thing back in January? Uh, which part? Okay, I'm only, I'm only bringing GameStop? this up. Yeah, I'm only bringing up the GameStop thing, right? The okay. Robin Hood yeah. GameStop thing, because Kotaku, the very popular gamer site, which they get a lot, they dig in and they get a lot of inside scoop on stuff. Uh, they're from overseas. They just came out. Uh, today is the 19th, so the episode, this episode actually will come out today after we get done. Uh, the they Kotaku came out about an hour ago, and reported that. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the Mormons, during the GameStop debacle, made millions. Ooh. Millions. And they don't have to pay taxes on it. Right. So in January 2021, the Flandering Game retailer stock price rose and fell wildly. We all remember that at the end of, Jan- at the end of January. Well, a business insider reported that Insign Peak Advisors, which are work for the church... Bought forty six thousand shares of GameStop at right at the end of twenty twenty, so December. Then they turned around and basically sold when it peaked at four hundred and sixty dollars. What, whatever it was, yeah. yeah. So their stock value, their in total investment jumped from eight hundred and sixty seven thousand dollars to eight million seven hundred and thirty two thousand dollars. That's crazy. They made eight. The church, the church essentially made eight million dollars. Now, keep in mind, they have other investments like Tesla, Microsoft, Amazon, Apple. They even have uh, entertainment ventures like Dave & Buster's, Six Flags, and even the WWE. But the fact that they jumped in on the GameStop thing is kind of funny. I don't know if they – I don't think they had inside in information, judging by just looking at their their stock por- or their um, portfolio here of all the different things. It looks like they kind of just want their hand in everything. But, yeah, they made out when it came to the – it's funny just because again it's you don't expect the church to be like meh we're gonna we're gonna invest in game stuff <laughs> we're right. gonna see games you know um but it, the, here's the other thing is that a lot of people are up in arms <laughs> about it because officials told uh wall street journal the fund is for the church to maintain its work in the case of another 2008 financial crisis which is the fall of the stock market remember that the crash of the stock market yeah so their whole the whole if they came out and they're like oh well we have this secret secretive wealth holding for the church just in case that happens 
but uh, a lot of the members of the church actually find that that having that secretive wealth um, is a counter message to their actual Book of Mormon Bible. So it's a big controversy. Not that I would go into religion in this podcast by any stretch, right. but I just think that the whole fact that a church benefited off of GameStop was kind of funny to me. Moving on. So did you ever play Zelda Skyward Sword? No. Okay, so I was actually going to bring up Go ahead. Um, Zelda, a matter of fact. Perfect. Um, as you know, I've got a Zelda tattoo, whatever. I've yes, got the, the Triforce, Triforce right. tattooed on my arm. Um, but it doesn't... Huge. But it doesn't... Here's a real side note. But does it have the meaning of Zelda when you look at it, or does it represent something else to you? Um, so when I was in high school, you know, me and my closest friends, we said that we made up the Triforce. Okay. And... I was power, somebody else was wisdom, somebody else was courage, and then we had a fourth guy, and we were like, you're the, you're the centerpiece, man, that you're holds the, us all together. The... <laughs> you know what I mean? We just kind of threw him into it, because he came into the like the group of friends late, right. you know what I right, mean? Right, right, right. So he's like, oh, I want to be a part. I was like, oh, I have the quad force. Yeah, <laughs> change it up. Yeah, you're the center that holds us all together. Um, but, uh, but no, yeah, so... The reason I was going to bring it up, actually, is because I had a question for you. Go ahead. And I'll tell you my answer first. The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time has got to be the game that I have played through more times than any other game I've ever played. Than any game you've ever played or any Zelda game? Any game I've ever played. What is your game that you've played that you've played through? Oh, and I don't know. I've got so many. Multiple, multiple, multiple times. Like, which one have you played through the most? The only one that I can think of that I played through to completion the most um, was probably, I would like to say, I would love to say Chrono Trigger because there's so many endings, right. but I know that I didn't play through. I just like went to the last save and did whatever shortcut I could, <laughs> right. you know, uh, but play through, play through would probably be, it was probably go back all the way back to my childhood of the original NES and it would be Contra. Oh, okay. Because you would sit down with a friend at their house, and you couldn't save the game. You couldn't stop. You could only put in the code, the Konami code, and you know, for eighty lives, for like yeah, or thirty or whatever it was lives. And the objective at that point was to beat the game, and you could. And so I remember doing just having fun playing through and beating the game. That and I mean, I, I played a lot of games that had no ending. Right. If that makes sense, like Mario Kart. Right. Okay. I mean, theoretically. You can beat Mario Kart. <laughs> you, you, I mean, yeah, you can you can get the cup and the championship and all that. But I mean, I guess I played because I played against my friends. We played battle mode all the right. time. Like I would play Mario Kart. Oh my god, I remember battle mode. I would play Mario Kart every day before school. Before school, I would ride my bike to my friend's house. Uh, it was when we lived in California, and I would play Mario Kart for thirty minutes. We would do like three matches or something until it was time to go. It was the last minute we had to go to ride our bikes to school. Every single day for the entire seventh grade year, eighth grade year, something like that. Speaking of throwbacks, though, because I, I think you played Mario Kart, but you when, See, they, they, when you were born, you're younger than I am. So when you were born, it was Mario Kart 64. Okay, so I played Mario Kart 64, but when 64 first came out, you had bought it when it first came out. Like, you yeah, because I'm freaking spoiled rotten and I just bought games all the time. Right, you know, right. Like a so, weirdo. Um, you had bought the 64 when it first came out, and I don't think Mario Kart had come out yet. 
if I don't remember, or at least you didn't have it yet. Yeah, I probably I probably didn't get it right right out the gate, but but what you did get was Diddy Kong Racing. Right, I was able to get that Diddy Kong is what I used to play. That yeah. was like that was the first that was the first game I remember playing was Diddy Kong Racing on Nintendo sixty four, and because you came home with a Nintendo sixty four, and I was all like, what What's this? <laughs> like, and you're like, it's a video game system. I'm like, what the hell is a video game? Like, yeah. And um, you started, like, you showed me, and you we started playing Diddy Kong Racing. I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I was like, Mom, Dad, I want a Nintendo 64. Dad's yeah. all like, you don't need that you here. Don't. And yeah. fucking gave me the regular Nintendo. Yeah, because yeah, because I had um, the Super Nintendo. Yep. And all that all that stuff I kept in my room. I kept it away because my fear was... Yeah, and, uh, you, I again, don't remember you, ever what your room ever looked like because yeah, I was not I allowed had, in your room. I had all that stuff kept away. But, okay, so I brought up Mario Kart 64 because everyone can remember how many hours they played Mario Kart for, right? Yeah. Like their throwback. Well, a lot of people, I should say a lot of game, dad gamers, more my age gamers, okay, played, also played Mario Golf. Did you ever play Mario Golf on the 64? I did not. I feel like I played it for GameCube, but not 64. I mean, you po- I mean, you possibly could have. Uh, the Nintendo Switch has announced Mario Golf Super Rush, and there's a trailer out now. It actually looks amazing. Everyone is super, super stoked for it. I'm not really much of a golf game, but when it came to those, the Mario-type games, uh, okay. they were super fun. There's like the a Mario... golf game that I remember that you used to play for GameCube. Um, it wasn't on GameCube. It was on Xbox. I know what you're about to say. Outlaw Golf. Yeah. <laughs> Outlaw Golf. Where Out- if you're having a shitty game, you had to beat the fuck out of your caddy. Yeah. So that was an amazing... I love that game. Outlaw Golf. The best parts about that game was not only did they come out with Outlaw Golf 2... I have it right here on my laptop. <laughs> not only did they come out with Outlaw Golf 2, they came out with Outlaw Golf Holiday Edition. And I have that. Oh, wow. They came out with Outlaw Golf... They came out with another. There was like a bunch of them, a different bunch of different versions. They came out, and when they came out, they were only on in, like out on the shelf or in the retail market for like six months, and they disappeared. And I was able to get my hands on almost all of them. I think all but one. And the best part about it, if if anybody out there has played Outlaw Golf, the original, not the new ones, not the Outlaw Golf Two or any of the spinoffs, but the original Outlaw Golf. The best part about it was is the announcer. The announcer is actually Steve Carell. Oh, really? Which is Michael Scott from The Office. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was one of his first gigs was uh, was to do the voiceover for the video game. And he oh, is, wow. yeah, he's the voice of the announcer on Outlaw Golf, the first one. So if you now when you go back and play it and you listen, you can, like, you totally can hear it. That's awesome. I'm going to play totally, it now when yeah, I'm Yeah, you home. can totally hear it. Uh, yeah, it just out, a little inside. I'm, I'm building an emulator PC right now. Oh, are you? So I How have... How much do you think it's going to run you? The PC I bought... It was um, okay. So I I bought the PC for 120 bucks. It was just a certified refurbished office computer for like a lawyer's office or something right. like that, right? Because you don't need that high of a processor for those types of, because it's all old school games, right? Yeah, um, it's all emulators. It's all yeah. I mean, they could fit on a floppy disk back in the day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so you don't need that high of a processor. Like anything like an i5 will do just fine. Mm-hmm. And then um, the graphics card is what I had to upgrade. So I had a friend of mine give me a graphics card, but you need like the uh, 
1060, I believe, like a NVIDIA GeForce 1060. Oh, that reminds me. Side note, real quick, side note. Maybe a um, little less than that. But. NVIDIA, their RTX cards, the mm-hmm. 3080 or 3090, mm-hmm. they're nerfing them. I know, Dad Gamers, I know a lot of you know what that means out there. For those that you don't, that means that they're basically making them not work well with uh, digital crypto. Like, people are using the graphics card, these graphics cards to mine Ethereum. Right. They're nerfing them specifically that if they start to mine them, they slow way down. Oh, wow. Yeah. Remember I was telling you, like, I think on, I don't know if it was on our other podcast or maybe it was off the air, how there's a lot of geeks and gamers and nerds out there that are trying to take Ethereum apart. Right. That's one of the things they did. Wow. Um. Anyway, so how much, again, long story short, how much do you think it's going to run you to build that PC? Uh, it was 120 for that. A friend of mine gave me the graphics card, but the graphics card that you would need for it is probably going to run you 200 bucks because uh, you don't need a brand new one. Right. Um, <clears throat> it would probably cost me with the controllers as well. Right. Because I bought N64 yep. controllers, PlayStation 1 controllers, all that, that plug-in USB, 400 bucks, maybe. That'd be good. But I would literally have, and well, also there's a software out there. I forget the name of it. I'm going to have to get it for you. That's um, all right. There's a software out there though that categorizes ROMs and emulators. Oh, so like, a li- you, like a build like a library. Right. So it's instead of like having to go through and on a, like a PC and select like, you know, open the N64 ROM, right. load up the, or, or the uh, N64 emulator, load up the ROM game or whatever by the file, click, blah, blah, blah. This will automatically do it. So you literally just like put it all in one file or whatever underneath mm-hmm. this software. In a subdirectory, right? And then you just like, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put it in my startup file so it's on Windows. There. So as soon as I turn on the computer, it automatically loads up the software and it automatically comes up onto my 65-inch 4K TV. Right. <laughs> you know? And then I just plug in the remotes that I want. And I can scroll through and I just select the system and then it will just show the whole list of games and I select the game and it loads the game for me. And then the controllers will already I'll already have all that set up. You don't up remember the name of the software though? I don't. All right. If you think of it, uh, I'll put it in the notes of the show so people can look at it. Yeah, I'll find out what it is okay. so you can put it in the notes. Um, but we, it, we, dude, it just makes it so much easier. And I'm just, I'm literally like, I'm going through and I'm downloading Every single fucking anything you could find, anything I could find, man. Okay, like everything. Like I just want like this big, huge list, right? Of all the old school games, all the old school games. But again, old school games. We were talking about Zelda before, and you were talking about how you have a tattoo. Yeah, uh, I did get a little bit of news that just came down again an hour ago about Zelda Skyward Sword. Remember, I asked you if you played Zelda Skyward oh, right. Sword. So the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. Nintendo is going to actually be releasing on the Nintendo Switch. Okay? Like, I want to say, they, oh, they oh they, didn't they already release it on the Nintendo Switch? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah. Here's the thing. They are actually releasing a special Amiibo. Remember the Amiibo figures? The little Nintendo figures? No. You don't know what an Amiibo figure is? Nope. Okay, let me, <laughs> let me bring you up to speed. <laughs> For you dad gamers that don't know, the Amiibo figures were something that came out way back with the Wii U. And they were little figures like Mario. They originally were came out for Super Smash Brothers. They were little figures that had like Mario, Sonic, or whatever, and they were you could buy them. 
they were made by Nintendo, and when you took them, you would put them down on the gamepad of the Wii U, and it would implement the character into the game. Oh, okay. Okay? So just like the Lego Dimension, just right. like uh, Skylanders, all of that, it worked the same way, but it was Nintendo's version. Well, Zelda also has that capability. The Nintendo Switch, for those dad gamers out there that may not know, the Nintendo Switch, that if you have one of those, that actually has the ability to read your Amiibos. You can actually put the Amiibo down right on top of the, I believe, left control stick, and it'll read it immediately. So if you have a game that uses it, you can do that. But anyways, going back to what I was saying, the Nintendo is coming out with The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD $25 Amiibo. Now, keep in mind, Amiibos are like 8 eight bucks, 10 bucks. Okay. This is a $25 Amiibo that is like twice the size of every other Amiibo. And it it will actually change the game. <laughs> when you use it, it is uh it's it the the Amiibo itself um is a like a it looks like a large horn-billed bird. Like it looks like a phoenix. Not even a phoenix. It's just a basically like, it's like a it's like big enough to carry the characters around. Okay. And like like you can like get on the back. It looks like a uh, like a big pelican almost. Okay. okay. So the amiibo is the large, a large hornbill bird with uh, Zelda standing next to him, petting him. When you use uh, the amiibo on the new game, right? Uh, it, the the name of the figure, I think the name of the figure is called Loftwing. It's Zelda and Loftwing is the amiibo figure. But when you use it on the game, um, it'll allow you to fast travel, which Without it, keep in mind, without the Amiibo, you can't do. Okay. So that what it's a big thing right now Nintendo is coming out with. Uh, they add this improved uh, travel system, and it's free of charge if you have the Amiibo. So Skyward this, Sword, is that the newest one? That is... No. I feel like that's not the newest. No, Breath not. of the Wild is Breath the newest one. Breath of the Wild one. is the newest one. Skyward Sword is the one that came out right before that one. Okay. I've been... Uh, dude, I, I mean, haven't there's had so a many. Nintendo since Nintendo Wii. Not Wii U, Nintendo Wii. <laughs> so, like in, in, in Breath of the Wild, you could summon the Wolf Link companion with the Amiibo, and, and the Amiibos actually work with most any most Nintendo games. I'll, I'll, you know, I have a bunch of them. After, after we're done with this podcast, I'll show you. I'll show you what they look like. Um, I've been thinking about getting a, a Switch. Switch is so fun, dude. I know. I, here's, the, here's the advantage of Switch, and, and we're going to wrap up here in a minute, but here's the advantage of the Switch. The advantage of the Switch is the ability to have a console at home and then take it with you. Take it with you if you're traveling. Like if, yeah. like I've taken it on road trips. You know, I mean, it doesn't have like built-in like your phone does, like built-in Wi-Fi. I mean, it has a Wi-Fi, but it doesn't have like built-in signal. Right. But like when you get to the hotel, and and it uses a regular, it uses the regular phone port charger like everything else. So you can, you know, we plug it in, in the car, and you can download like Netflix and Hulu and all this stuff on it. Right. And, you know, at the hotel, you can watch it or whatever. So when we travel, we always take it because it's, I mean, it's good. It's fun. But it's, I, don't go buy one yet. And I've, uh, the dad gamers know because they listen to previous episodes. Nintendo's coming out with a super one, larger screen. Oh, pro, right on. Pro mode, if you will, they're calling it. Then uh, I think a Switch Pro, I think, is what's coming. Oh, right on. Yeah, because, yeah. like, I almost built one for, uh, I, I almost built, not a Switch, Okay, so like I was telling you about the emulator PC. Right. Um, I almost built a mobile one as well. 
so that you could like do i've seen those i know what you're talking about yeah so like you could actually like if you wanted to just like building your own art, old school arcade machine which i also almost did mm-hmm. it's a raspberry pi motherboard and then you just connect it to a screen and you load it with emulators and roms um you can kind of do that and make a mobile handheld one too but that would be a little bit more difficult but at the same time i found a friend of mine that did it on his phone oh there you go and so like he was at the hospital or whatever because he was having a baby Mm -hmm. so he just sat there with his freaking bluetooth xbox remote with an attachment holding onto his phone playing mario kart double dash yeah for like 16 hours before she finally went into labor but i just thought it was so cool i was like dude i was like you're playing freaking double dash on well like i said don't don't go running out though and buying a switch just yet because there is like i've already told the dad gamers here there is a uh, pro switch coming out right so yeah um, because i also i still need to buy the new xbox too i'm sick and tired of load screens uh, GameStop is supposed to... That's another announcement. Let me do real quick before we sign off here. Um, the Xbox Series S... Xbox Series S... Um, and... The other one, the big one, the Xbox Series X, I think there's called. Yeah. And the PS5 are all now starting to get restocked in GameStop because GameStop's opening. Oh, right on. So... Uh, keep checking into your local GameStop, Dad Gamers, if you want to get your hands on one of the new consoles... And don't forget to check us out on Xbox Live at the Dad Gamers uh, Club. You can uh, go in there and make sure you get on there. And you can always uh, send us your email address. Uh, drop it in on at dadgamerspodcast.com and uh, get in the drawing for a $25 Xbox Live card because we still got, again, an announcement will come out next week for another card. You guys uh, you guys want it. I got to have uh, email addresses to be able to send you the code. Okay. Adam, thanks for joining us on Dad Gamers Podcast. Yeah, no you doubt. You want to plug fun. your gamer tag one more time? Yeah, it's uh, Chrono1990, C-H-R-O-N-O-1990. Feel free to add me. Um, one game that I have been playing actually lately mm-hmm. when I get on Xbox is uh, Call of Duty Cold War. Oh, yeah. So yeah, everybody's, up, everybody's into the Call of Duty. Yeah, I, I ended up buying that for uh, mostly for zombies mode. And I still don't know the maps, so if anybody wants so if to, anybody wants to get on there and wants to show me how that them. shit works, because <laughs> also like the building of the guns and the upgrades oh, and yeah, stuff, it's a dude, I'm so lost. So, like I'm going up picking up like all these parts, and I was like, oh, I'm new, I'm new, yeah. I don't know what to do. So, so to make sure you tune in next week. We're going to be talking about war games, battle, the new battlefield, some of the stuff that's leaked out already, and some of the new downloads that have coming out for Warzone, including the '80s action heroes, where you get to play as John McClane or Rambo. That should be hit by then too. We'll talk about it then, Dead Gamers. Again, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Yeah.